when nature calls a podcast all about nature with each episode featuring a topic from the true to the silly to the bizarre i'm renee the manager of red oak nature center in batavia illinois and with me is this is christy the environmental education supervisor and today on episode four we are talking about nocturnal insects Ooh, fireflies other nocturnal insects and some nocturnal happenings I'm hearing things outside, and most of them, I think, are Katie Diz. Is that right? Most of them are often heard at night? Yes, yes. So um, there are a lot of cicada emergences happening around (laughs) the Americas this year. And um, part of the Chicagoland region is experiencing a little bit of a boom right now. Out here in the far western suburbs, not so much, but if you nope. go closer into the city, um, you know, like just 20 miles outside uh, Glen Ellen, Hinsdale, those types of places, um, they are experiencing an enormous emergence of very small, almost like a golden colored cicada um, mm-hmm. with sort of orange brown eyes. So um, cicadas daytime and Katie Dids nighttime. They sound similar, but Katie Dids are usually our nighttime singers. And kitty dids are about two inches long and leaf green and have oval wings. So if you see them, you would know that they were different. But when you hear them, you might not always know the difference. Yeah, they're actually pretty cool. For the longest time, I used to mistake them for a species of grasshopper because they kind of have those similar back legs that look like they're they're bending in the wrong direction. Um, mm-hmm. But they're excellent uh, jumpers and they look like leaves. They, they blend in very well. They do. And they typically breed in late summer to early fall. So it's the males who are doing these loud mating calls at night. And I wonder if, since we've been experiencing some very warm weather, they're confused uh-huh. when it gets later summer than it is. Since totally. It's 90 degrees. Whoa. It's very hot. Well, no, well, and I like that weather, so I'm not going to complain about it. <laughs> and I will it, complain it, about it because it's not my favorite. <laughs> it comes and goes so briefly that I just, I have to enjoy it for as much as I can. was curious about fireflies to see if there was like a date that uh, fireflies come out and yeah. you know the the best thing that I could find was from the old farmer's almanac um, right. yeah so there's not a specific time when they come out and like a lot of nocturnal insects it depends on what spring has given you and what summer is doing. So for instance, they say, again, farmer's almanac here, um, mm-hmm. that if you have had a typically wet spring, Check that um, and, which we did, and also a mild winter, had that too. Again, check that box. <laughs> <laughs> um, mild winters mean a larger lightning bug population. So that's really exciting. That is. And that yeah. Wet springs lead to earlier firefly flash displays. And I'm not sure if many people even know this because they're flying, but we don't associate them. They're, they're actually beetles. Right? They're, they're in the beetle family. Mm-hmm. And so because they're beetles, these guys are actually um, insectivores. They eat other bugs. So when you think about having a wet spring and you think about having an earlier summer or a mild winter, it allows for all those little tiny creepy crawlers to keep growing and reproducing, which gives them more food, which then wakes them up earlier and makes even more lightning bugs. 
So there's this whole like chain of events that happens there. Well, it's good that it's going to bring out more because they are such a beautiful thing that um, seeing all of the clouds of lightning bugs fire is just one of the most fascinating things I think of summer. Um, Absolutely. Robert Frost. Oh, yes. The famous, yeah, the famous poet actually wrote a, a quick little ditty on fireflies that I'll read real quickly. It says, here comes the real stars to fill the upper skies and here on earth comes emulating flies that though they never equal stars in size and they were never really stars at heart, achieve at times a very star-like start. Only, of course, they can't sustain the part. Somebody had mentioned this to me, my aunt, who lives out in California. She says that she misses the fireflies because they don't have them in California. And I think that's one of the biggest myths out there is that west of the Mississippi, they don't have fireflies. But that's not true. They, so why isn't she seeing them? They do have fireflies. The thing is that those out in the west are either are ground dwellers or they don't flash they don't have that same bioluminescence uh, our fireflies out east i guess we're east yeah east have i get east of california now i don't know <laughs> thank you so much i don't know <laughs> why that is but they do have fireflies out there they just don't light up like ours do and most of them are ground dwellers and those that do light up have a very faint so it's very hard to see it when you're, you know, mixed amongst the plants and the trees and stuff. So it, it could be an adaptation for survival, saving them from mm -hmm. predators. What I learned is that fireflies are actually toxic. So I'm not really sure what that whole um, purpose is. Well, in North America alone, there are only, like over 20 genera and at least 136 species of fireflies. Oh, my goodness. So I think they all need to have their own thing. <laughs> and when you have that many going around, let some of them live on the ground. You know, let some of them not be as bright. California is known for being unique. They are trendsetters. They like to do their own thing. So apparently that trickles down all the way to their fireflies as well. <laughs> I, like, I like that theory. That's a good theory. That's what we're going to go with. I know that some of our fire. I, I like it. Um, well, here, when some are on the ground, that usually means that they're females. Yes. Because they prefer to be stationary on that ground or in the bush. And the male will crisscross and fly around. So sometimes when you're looking outside at the light patterns, not only are they different, but you can tell as how fast they're going, like those poor males who are trying really, really hard to attract the female. And if they're up in the sky, typically that's the male. So when you're outside, you can kind of tell male, female, what's going on with that light show. You know, there's this like pattern that I'm getting in nature about the female species versus the male species and i just feel like in general and uh, you know pardon me for making a blanket statement male species Warning, in, male, in nature <laughs> just tend to work harder and the females are like go ahead go ahead you do all the flying around you do all the lighting up you find all the good stuff the good habitats we're gonna wait until you're done okay you let us know when you're ready <laughs> we'll be yeah, yeah yeah just let us know back to us <laughs> Just let us know. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Patterns are everywhere, not just in the fireflies. I like that. When you were talking about how we have them here and they are insectivores, mm -hmm. I had no idea that the larvae were predaceous. I didn't know that when they weren't even fully emerged, grown-up beetles yet that had the wings, that they were hungry little guys that like to eat. And they inject that toxin into a prey, and then they that toxin liquefies inside the prey 
the firefly larva can suck their victims dry. That's incredible. So imagine like your toddler out there <laughs> just oh, ravaging for food, injecting this toxin. So they're not even adults yet. Like these are the larva. So not. so not quite babies, but not quite adults yet. They're they're stuck in the middle there doing this. That's pretty incredible. Mm-hmm. So instead of toddlers, you're talking teenagers, which, you know, might be oh. easier for people to visualize. <laughs> because... I don't know. <laughs> Listen, my toddler, well, he's not a toddler anymore, I suppose, but he is ravenous. This kid doesn't stop eating, so. Well, that's, if, if he was eating at night and going after snails, earthworms, caterpillars, and vertebrates, uh, it would 100% be a firefly you have instead of a, a human child. Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. How amazing. Yeah, and some of the larvae are luminescent as well. Oh. And they, they don't know why. I, they're just going to glow themselves. Oh, okay. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> likes to be unique. Everybody wants to be special. <laughs> Absolutely. Babies too. Light that they have is kind of different in the bioluminescent world than some organisms, but very similar to other organisms because they use um, Lucifer. Okay which is chemical, and then an enzyme luciferase. And that interaction thrown in with oxygen is what allows a cold light to be So it's not even hot. It's not even hot. It only gives off like about, like if you think about a light bulb, Mm -hmm. 10% of the energy is light and the other 90% is heat. That's incredible. And the old fashioned light bulbs. That's Mm -hmm. amazing. So they're, they're not burning a bunch of calories to have this reaction happen and what I find amazing about this is it's not just fireflies who have it, but also bacteria huh. has this reaction. Ooh. There are some copepods in the ocean. That have oh, boy. Reaction. Here we go. There are Bring some... it back to the sharks. I'm not going Every to Every time. Let me tell you. <laughs> tell me how fireflies relate to sharks, ma'am. Gee. Okay. Well, it's not with luciferin and luciferase, but as fireflies, we talked about with their different oh. patterns and different uh-huh. lights. Um, there are some sharks who live in the deep. A lot of animals that live in the deep ocean are bioluminescent. And there's a group of sharks called lantern sharks and they have photophores. So they don't use that luciferin and luciferase to kind of, um, glow and Uh attract. And it's usually on their body and they use it for camouflage. Like, Hey, you're in the deep ocean. I'm flashing underneath my belly. So don't come near me. But there is a type of lantern shark, um, called the atomaturist. And they actually, <laughs> they have it on their flanks, their photophores. So they have different patterns from different species. And scientists think that they talk to each other with these patterns. So instead of just using it on the belly for camouflage, the atematurus, I still can't probably say that right, but you will see it in the podcast <laughs> notes. They use it on their flanks and they're able to kind of flash to each other. So yeah. These patterns of light That's are everywhere. Amazing. The deepest depths to here in the Midwest. Well so, done. She did it again, folks. She I made a connection. <laughs> I tried. I tried. Good job. Yeah, the copepods are cool. Sea pansies Ooh. are cool. But we have something in our woods back to King County that also uses Lucifer and Lucifer Ace. That's tied to our myth of... Um, devil's cave that we have on our oh well done fox fire so fox fire if you don't know is a kind of fungus that usually grows on things that are decaying and it uses that enzyme luciferase 
with a little luciferin as it breaks down and there's oxygen that's mixed in and it will cause a glow. So not just fireflies are throwing off that cold light in the forest. If you come out and look deeply and closely, you might be able to find some other things happening too, like the fungus. That's amazing. Now, they do say that Mm -hmm. species of fireflies are in the decline right now. You know, there's a lot of us, um, not quite as many as there are insects out there, but we do take over their habitats, their natural areas. Every time a new subdivision goes in, Africa, I think, um, Europe has a event that happens every year, and it's the firefly event. (laughs) Genius name for this program. Um, But I wanted to mention one place that has one of the most brilliant firefly shows in all the world. You can find fireflies in Asia, Australia. You know what you're Exactly. And the really great thing is, is they have this species of firefly that's only found in about four states in our country. And it's uh, Photinus carolinus. And... It is a synchronous firefly, which means when one lights up, they all light up. And the Great Smoky Mountains is an amazing, protected uh, national park. And you will see thousands and thousands of fireflies lighting up during this event. And it's about two weeks every year. And during that time, they have about three or four species, uh, particularly in this little area, that put on an amazing light show. And you get to really see the brilliance of the light, the different patterns, and the different colors as well. So um, it's definitely on my bucket list because there is a lottery to be able to get in because it's a protected park area and they want to you know, preserve the fireflies and their habitats. But I would highly recommend looking into it. And, you know, COVID this year, things kind of got canceled a little bit. They didn't happen as uh, we would have liked them to. But the Discover Life in America group put on a short little educational video that shows what this event looks like. And you can actually type into YouTube the DLIA Firefly event into YouTube and it should pop right up and you get to see exactly what you would see in person. And it's the Great Smoky Mountains. That would be amazing. I mean, because our guys are solitary here and they Uh blink independently to see that synchronous all at once. I just want to know which firefly is the most important to start it off. (laughs) How how do they know? That's the guy. Hey Bob, hey Bob, it's your turn. Light it up. (laughs) Yes, yes. Oh no, the pressure, the pressure, the pressure. Or what if you what if you blinked and you didn't know you did? And then oh, I didn't mean like, to oh, do that. My bad. Early. Oops, <laughs> it just slipped right out. Sorry. But again, I mean, you like you get to see these cool different oh, the patterns, pressure. and there's actually one species that is a continuous lighter. So this species doesn't stop lighting up, and it's called the blue ghost, and it has this really cool blue light Ooh. that comes out of it. Um, and once its light is on, it stays on. And then it's off. It's not a pattern. It's on and then it's off. So I bet it leaves a really cool trace if you were able to time lapse. and see You have to be an awesome photographer, but there are amazing photos <laughs> out there for you guys to see this. Absolutely. I highly re- recommend it. Well, we will link that to the show notes as well if people did not quite catch what you were saying. But that would be something to yep. definitely check out. 
Cool. Well, you said I said. <laughs> so there are other there are other nocturnal insects out there too. One of them is not your favorite, and I guess I, I kind of lied oh. by saying it was an insect. So you have a not favorite group of of bugs. Yeah, eight legs. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we going there? <laughs> now your turn. Oh, <laughs> the ghost spider. So it's an orb weaving spider. It's sensitive to motion, but you can spy them at night out here because their oh, eyes will boy. reflect flashlights. So they can't make their own light, but their little okay. eyes are watching so you. So this at is night. the thing that bothers me, folks. Okay, <laughs> if their eyes are big enough for them to catch your flashlight reflecting off of them, they're too big. Okay. No, no, no. Because wait a second. It's an orb weaving uh-huh. spider, like I said. They hunt small insects uh-huh. and other spiders at night, but during the day they retreat behind loose bark folded leaves and crevices in the garden. If you're small enough to fit in a crevice, <laughs> you're not a threat. Not okay. A I will <laughs> accept that. Um, I appreciate spiders. I know they have an important role. Doesn't mean I have to like them. Uh, but that's fantastic. No, you don't. That's just great. <laughs> well, and wolf spiders oh, we yes, have we red oak in abundance. <laughs> They also are active in the night. So you can see their little eyes as well with flashlights. But they like to patrol the grounds and look for small spiders. And once they detect their victim, it's not going to be a web that's going to catch them. They're actually oh. going to chase them down. So don't go in the grass. After injecting them don't with paralyzing the grass, <laughs> Don't look behind trees. Don't be outside. No, I'm just kidding, folks. It's, it, it's fine. No, no, no. It's, it's all good. Really, it is. Yes. These, yes. Are, these are spiders. It is. Everything has its place. Everything has its place. And at night, some things are reflecting light. And at night, some things are yes. giving light. So I am Don't still waiting. Know. I don't know about you, uh, Renee, but I am still waiting for that first fu- firefly to appear. I have not seen them yet, but I know that it's going to happen any day now. Yeah. When you had talked about different times that perhaps uh-huh. they can come out. Typically in Illinois, what I did find is that they're flashing usually, usually because science and yeah. shows that everything is never going to do exactly what it should um, yes. in early June, which is now. And when the nights are long and by the time other things come out, the fireflies have disappeared and it is fall. But luckily we're just beginning. So we wanted to let everybody know about them because they're amazing and they're going to yes. be coming out. So soon, go out there and see if you can spot them. It is okay to catch fireflies as long as you do it gently. You can put them in a container with a loose lid and a little bit of moisture. But of course, don't keep them forever. They have important jobs to do like eating those bugs no. and um, finding those ladies. Yep. So please don't keep them in a jar with just some leaves. That's not going to help them at all. <laughs> Best to just observe them, enjoy them, but let them go because they do have an important job to do. Eating bugs, as we talked about, aren't flies. They aren't bugs per se. They are part of a group of beetles. Well, it's Coleoptera, which is the the whole classification of beetles. Okay. Um, And then, you know, if we're really getting scientific... Uh, you know, Lampyridae. That's right. Anything that glows. Oh, Lampyridae beautiful. means shining fire. Well, these these guys are it makes sense. beautiful, yeah. gorgeous, lightning in a bottle. And um, well, let me ask you that. Do you usually call them fireflies or do you call them lightning bugs? 
We I need to have a poll. Very- okay, we're going to have to put it up on, on the podcast and possibly on Facebook when we announce this, but Lightning Bug or Firefly? How did I was going to say, I was a as a child, I, I tend towards the Lightning Bug more than the Firefly, for sure. I mean, the ones we're talking about, you guys have heard about, you know, they've got that shield-like backside and usually brown or black and red and yellow markings on that shield. So what did you call them growing up? I can't, I wonder if there is another like, be. unknown name besides Lightning Bug or Firefly. There has to be. Since we've thrown so many names out anyway, the Lampyridae and Coroptera. Co- Co- Coleoptera. I, <laughs> I, I think Firefly sounds It's easier to say, yeah. I mean, that's probably why Robert Frost. Yes. It's a Latin bug. It's definitely uh-huh. what I grew up. It's a lightning bug, uh-huh. and you know what's that? It's another yeah, lightning but bug. But I'm curious: is it a regional thing? Is it a Gosh. you know child thing? Like, what is it? So let's get this poll up, and if you guys wouldn't mind, let us know. Do you call them lightning bugs, fireflies, or is there another term that we are completely unaware of that you call these amazing beetles? All right. Well, if you have an idea that you would like to talk about next. Email us at redoak at fbpd.net to share. Please vote on Lightning Bug or Firefly, or if there's another kind of name that we are unaware of. And we will talk to you again soon. Have a good rest of your day.